Jaden Smith sucks balls. He probably does. At acting. Um, and <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. I think it was Elton John in all parts. He did. <laughs> he did sing everything. But yeah, we'll cover Pinocchio uh, when uh, Frank Toro's Frank Toro Frank yeah. Toro uh, stop motion version comes out, which I believe is December. I believe it's darker too, so it's not. Yeah, it's probably more based on the classic yeah. fairy tale, which I'm not familiar with that at all. I don't. I'm not either. I don't read yeah. fairy tales in my free time. I don't read in my free time. You're such a liar. Words are tough. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm curious to, to get your thoughts when you do watch it, the ending. Jesus, I'm what, excited. they open it up for a sequel? No. <laughs> no. I, I could go on a rant about it, but I'll wait. Pinocchio Part 2, longer, harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> anyway. He's definitely made of wood. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's all wood. <laughs> all wood. Yeah. Part boy. <laughs> but yeah, I just think they're they're just creatively bankrupt at this point. I mean, and that's you know from a business decision, it makes sense to me. Yeah, you don't have to take that much risk from original ideas. You just kind of rehash it out, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what we're getting now. Yeah, but from a and I don't know if they thought they were going to release this in theaters. I don't know what, yeah. what point they decided no, just Disney Plus because that's not really a huge. I feel like a huge draw to sign up. Oh, users. just for Pinocchio? Just for Pinocchio. Yeah, you brought like up that. a good point. Like um, you, you were skeptical of it because they didn't do the theatrical run. Yeah. the Yeah. yeah. I'll, that is a telltale sign, though. It is. Um, yeah. Because, if obviously, if they don't have the confidence to put it out yeah. in theaters, um, they're not going to want to spend that money to yeah. do that. Because I think The Little Mermaid that's coming up, the next live-action remake, I think that's got a theatrical release. I'm pretty sure. I think it's pretty does too. sure. Yeah. So they're confident in that one. Yeah. So maybe that one will be better, but I don't know. It, of course, it was pre COVID. They, re- they released, yeah, Beauty and the Beast, which is, eh, is mediocre. Yeah. I don't, I've never watched the Lion King remake. Right. I love how they call that a live action. Yeah. It, when it's I mean, all animated. Me? Well, I think the, maybe I, the backgrounds. Maybe. Maybe. No, come on. But. What a joke. Yeah. Did you like Aladdin, the remake? Did you see that one? Uh. <laughs> no? Not a fan? Uh, it, it it felt weird, probably because I grew up watching Aladdin. Yeah. and That's what you I'm, know it as. Yeah. And Will Smith, uh, I, I don't know, I'm trying to remember. I don't know, it just felt awkward. Yeah. Um, and But those live-action remakes as a whole, they... I feel what's missing is they're just duplicating almost exactly what was already in the animated film. Yeah, beat for beat. And when they add something new, it doesn't really bringing bring anything to the story. No. Um, now Cinderella, the first one they did, that animated movie, I think was only like 110 minutes, 115 minutes long. It wasn't a, an hour and 15. You mean? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, an hour 15. It wasn't that long of a movie, but I felt that, and maybe it's probably because there was more stuff in the source material, but I felt like some of the stuff they added in that movie worked mm-hmm. um, to where it felt more like a full movie. Right. Is, and it felt different enough to, to stand out, to stand out. And, but when they rehash the same lines and, uh, I mean, they're even doing the same songs, which I mean, for that they have to, but, um, 
I saw a little bit of The Lion King, and what I saw was the exact same thing as the animated version, just now with computer animation, with the lions looking It is the exact real. same thing. And I don't know... Obviously, John Favreau just got paid a shit ton of money of to course, do it. Yeah, and but I, ugh, I mean, that, it makes, that would be exhausting. Like having, like I know, make that much of a technical film, knowing there's nothing original about it. I know, and uh, well, I mean, you, maybe he got paid like uh, you know, just an, an an obscene amount of money to where he was just you know what, hey. Yeah, or getting, getting or, that money, baby. Or do this, and then uh, you can do Mandalorian, right? Or something, something like that. that. Yeah, so, because that came out, that came out before Mandalorian, didn't it? Like no. a ways or oh, did? Lion King came yeah. out before Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, I'm gonna say July 2019. Yeah, so maybe there was a trade there to where, yep, if you do this for us, you can do you do the Mandalorian. Yeah, because starting off the MCU wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah, no shit, <laughs> <laughs> dude. He should be. How much money should John Favreau get just for just for starting that off with a bang? You know, all of it, all of it, right? He, he should be getting bonuses every yes. time. Yes, Kevin Feige should just be worshiping at the altar of John Favreau. Yes, yeah, but I mean, from a business standpoint, I get it because you you know we grew up with those movies when we were kids. Now we're older, and we're going to bring our kids to mm-hmm. waste away two hours to calm them down for a little bit, and like, hey, oh, I remember that, you know? Yeah. You know, have some nostalgia. Yeah, and it's tough. My girls aren't into live action yet. Oh, they're just strictly cartoons? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. They. My youngest is there, too. Yeah. I. So I can't take them to. I mean, so live action, obviously. I mean, they're probably aiming for older kids. Yeah. With that stuff. But. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, do you think if they see the live action version, the the the, the car the cartoon version, the animated version is just like uh like just dog shit? <laughs> uh I could see that happening, but I think it's going to one they'll just get used to it cuz they're a while uh my oldest would only watch Pixar computer animated mm. or Disney computer animated everything yeah the only 2d that she would watch would be like daniel tiger or something like that gotcha and we would try and show her little mermaid uh beauty and the beast and all she wasn't having it but then i think after a while she kept watching uh frozen so many times and toy story so many times she finally wanted to watch something new and now she watches um it's usually the little mermaid Beauty and the Beast, or uh, The Princess and the Frog. Really? Or I have Rapunzel's uh, 3D animated, so okay. uh, she's been watching that too. But yeah, she's been watching more 2D animated stuff, and she and what really gets it is the music, is the reason why she likes it. Why she likes it so much. Yeah. Uh, bringing, her, bringing her back to the light. Yep. Nice. <coughs> so. Well, uh, sometimes, and most of the time, rehashing old IP is awful but we're going to talk about something where they rehashed old ip and something beautiful came out absolutely something so so magnificent that i just i i love it and this i mean cobra kai does such a great job with that that i was actually talking with uh my brother a couple of days ago and because he watches it and he wasn't as big into the karate kid movies as i was 
and we, I, I made the point to him that Disney should hire Josh Hild Harold, whatever his and uh, was it Schwartz? Uh, maybe I don't know. Jesus, John Hurwitz, good <coughs> God, John Hurwitz, 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 and uh, <laughs> Josh Hield, Hailed, Hield, and Hayden Hild. Schloss, Schlossberg. Yeah, these guys know how to. Yes, bring something to the modern age. They did such a great job, and it feels. I mean, the tone. I feel like feels different than the movies. The movies, but they can kind of kind of slip back into that tone, which they do every now and then. Yes, um, but I think Cobra Kai is probably the best iteration of taking something, other than like. As, as far as like making it into a TV show, yeah. Um, I mean, you had Top Gun this year, which did a great job bringing back mm-hmm. uh, Maverick and that whole story. Um, but I think this is probably one of the best scenarios to where um, they they just nailed it on all fronts, right? And it they could have failed so freaking hard, and the fact that they started on YouTube and it was good enough on YouTube that Netflix eventually bought it. For more seasons um, and then it became more popular after that yeah it's uh it's one of the few tv shows that it's like this and what we do in the shadows and stranger things it's pretty much the those are your three that you roll with the the three <laughs> that i look forward to when, yeah, when they yeah. start coming up and um but yeah let's get into cobra kai what yes did you were you a big fan of the movies the first one the first one i have to admit i i've never seen the third one maybe i had Back in the day, but I don't remember it. I've seen the second one uh, a bunch of times, but I haven't seen it in a while. But the first one I've seen, I don't know how many times. It's been like hundreds probably yeah. growing up. Yeah. Yeah, that is probably in the, the main five that I watched when – it definitely was in the main five that I watched when I was right. a kid. Um, well, come on. I mean, it's an underdog story. and Yeah. Who didn't feel like a helpless underdog at one, any point in Music direction and right. uh, film direction by the yeah. same people who did Rocky. Right. Um. It's right up their alley. Yeah, and uh, it it works so well for a kid of any age to watch oh, that yeah. movie because anyone can relate to that. And even if they couldn't, then they just like the situation. Yes. Um, so you, this is like your one of your top five like favorite like growing up movies where you yeah. just watched it I mean, all it the was, time. It was pretty. I watched this all the time. Crocodile Dundee, uh, Goonies, Flight of the Navigator, Back to the Future. Right. Um, and yeah. Outrageous Fortune. I think those were like the ones I just all repeat. The time. Yep. And wore out the tape. Yeah. And I remember uh, I remember when the third one came out. Um, I can't remember if I saw it in theaters or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did. Um, but yeah, it was. Do you rank them like as they came out? Like <laughs> obviously the first one's the best one, and then you like the second one, the second most, and then the third one, or the two and three flop. Uh, when I was younger, I liked the third one more. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, it, it felt newer. Mm-hmm. Like, Karate Kid came out in eighty four, eighty four, eighty four, yeah, and looking at it it looks like an old movie it's still it looks like it was shot on the same film stock as rocky it does like it's very grainy grainy yeah um and looks almost like it could be a 70s movie 
Um, the second one had a little bit of that look, but the third one, by the time it came out, it was like, what, 89, 88 or something like that? It might that. have been 90. 90, and uh, it, it looked fr- it looked more crisp. It looked more right. fresh. And um, But I had that one. I think I had all three of them on videotape, but it was the third one I liked a lot because I liked uh, I liked Terry Silver as a villain. I liked uh, Daniel doing uh, his uh, kata routine. I'm just speaking gibberish to you. But, yeah, yeah. I've um, only seen it once, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the third one you've only seen? Yeah, once? I've only seen that yeah. once. It probably, I, I I just don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I remember Terry Silver, though. He's very unique. Like, when I saw him in the show and he popped up, I'm like, oh, that's the, that's the guy from the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's... He definitely played a very good '80s villain. Like he had the long, slick black back hair, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like the super rich, uh, evil guy. Yeah, it's um, kind of funny you talk about the graininess of the first one, and then how it got crisper. I feel like this show from season one, and as it progressed, like it get it got crisper. Like the production value, you know what I mean? Production value yeah, and yeah. the situations just are batshit. I know, crazy. I know. Uh, yeah, which we'll yeah we'll touch on, but. But now looking back on it, I think one and two are very good movies. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're the better ones. But yeah, I would rank them one, two, and three. One, two, and three. In the order, in the order that they came. What out. about the next Karate Kid? Would you rank it? Um, I've watched that. I watched it when it came out on video, and I was, I I was, I mean, when did it count? Ninety four, something there. like that. I was like, I, or, I've seen that more. Ten or eleven, did you? Then the third one. I've watched it maybe three times, and never had it on videotape. I always kind of watched it if it was on TV or something like that. Um, I, it felt weird when I watched it because Daniel wasn't in wasn't it. Wasn't in it. And at that time, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of movies to where, one, I always thought it was weird when actors would change and play different roles or same, the role, different actor, mm-hmm. um, which I think a lot of younger people haven't even experienced to where just the kind of jarringness of changing actors in the middle of a franchise. Um, I mean, they, they did it in Iron Man, Iron Man two with, um, what is it? The guy from Boogie Nights. <laughs> I'm trying to hustle and flow and uh oh terrence howard yeah, and terrence down howard cheadle. down cheadle yeah um they switched actors there but i mean it was the norm back in the 80s and 90s because you would get a really good first movie and then you would get the second movie maybe the main actor would be in there by the third movie they're usually not even associated with it because it's a piece of crap yeah and they're moving on um I mean, some of the earlier exceptions would probably be the Superman movies with Christopher Reeves. He stuck with all of them. Um, but so back when the next Karate Kid came out, it was a little bit jarring for me to where I was like, oh, Daniel's not in there. And then it takes place in Massachusetts or mm-hmm. wherever it took place at. And I was like, that was weird. But I, I still enjoyed it. Uh, Michael Ironside, I thought was great. Yeah, he's I mean, always great. He's I feel like. And the guy who plays John Kreese, I think, did a great job, and I can't imagine the only other person I could imagine in that role would actually be Michael Ironside. So right, right, right. I think it's kind of cool that they got him. But yeah, um, but yeah, eh. I mean, how did that rank for you? Did you enjoy it a lot? You said you yeah, watched I watched I watched it a lot. Um, yeah, again, it's another underdog story. 
Um, I thought Hillary Swank was fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was, what, 11 or 10 when it came out? So, yeah. and I loved karate. So, yeah. any karate movie. Like, you remember, have you ever seen Sidekicks with Chuck Norris and the dude from uh, uh, Never Ending Story Part 2? I did not watch Sidekicks. Jonathan Brandis, I think his Jonathan name is. Jonathan I watched uh, Three Ninjas. That was... That too? Yep. Of course. Yeah. I mean, any movie where, like, you're a preteen and can kick kick the shit out of like grown adults yeah. and just enjoy those movies. very realistic it's things. very realistic yeah. right yeah but so but yeah i mean the original karate kid i think it's when i was a kid i ran around quoting it all the time i'd always grab go up to uh my brother's friends and like like we'd get there's another family we'd go camping with and i'd run up behind him like grab the back of their hair and i'd hold my hand up and i'd be like live or die man <laughs> but they'd always play along I'm like die wrong <laughs> Um, yeah, and pinch the nose and all that. So, yeah, I I love those movies and the fact that this has Cobra Kai has been out for five seasons. Yeah, it's it's something that warms my heart. It does. They turn them out too. Yeah, yeah. They they crank these waste, things out. Waste no time. I feel like the la- the fourth season just got really. I mean, less than a year ago yeah. or something. Well, to be fair, it probably doesn't take that long to produce these things true yeah there's not a lot there's no special effects or anything mm-hmm. it's just it's just choreography and choreography and, and stuff like that oh what did you think of uh the remake of the karate kid with uh uh jane smith and jackie chan i never saw that you did it was no. it sacrilege to you yeah <laughs> i i i was not a fan i had several issues with that movie which led me to not want to see it uh one is nepotism and I think Jaden Smith sucks balls. He probably does. At acting. Um, and, <laughs> um, That's what I meant, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I felt he was too young for that. Um, mm. If they wanted to remake it, I probably would have given it a chance. His age was the biggest deal breaker for me. Because I think he, he was supposed to be 12. He looked like he was 10, mm-hmm. and all the other kids looked like they were 10. And then I see in the trailer Jackie Chan beating the shit out of a bunch of 10-year-olds. And I'm like, that kind of loses some effect. Granted, it's a, a hilarious scene because I never thought I'd see Jackie Chan beat the shit out of a bunch of 10-year-olds, yeah. which he didn't beat him up. He whatever. Yeah. But, um, no, Jay, they actually beat up 10-year-olds <laughs> when they made that movie. Well, I think he like redirected their blows yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that crap. But, yeah. Um, and he moved to China and yep. uh, like everything that they that was relatable with the first one, they completely uh, threw away. Yeah, he moved to a different location. Yeah, it's China. How many kids can relate to moving to a foreign country? Right. And, and not fitting in. Yeah, not fitting in. Different state? Sure. Mm-hmm. But then trying to draw those parallels of language barriers and customs and um, more like uh, cultural mores and all that, like trying to navigate all that stuff, especially at 10 and you're getting bullied and you want to learn. It it felt, it felt like they were, I don't know. I just felt like Will Smith wanted a job for his son and wrong. Yeah. A, uh, I was, it was a hit. And then they made another movie. Did what? They did. Not not Karate Kid Part Two, but Will Smith and Jaden Smith. Oh yeah, off the success of uh, Karate Kid. Yeah, was it a hit? Yeah, 
Really? Oh, it made a lot of money. Oh. For sure. That's God. what I got after Earth Greenlit. Oh. I thought it was still just on Will Smith's coattails and goodwill. No, I think uh, M. Night Shyamalan wrote that after Earth script like a decade before. the cre- hmm. He's had it on the shelf. And then he just sent it to Will Smith. It's like, oh, I think this would be... I've been wanting to make this movie. Did you watch uh, After Earth? I did. Yeah, I didn't. You know why? Well, good. Good for you. Because Jaden Smith... <laughs> he was not good in it. Sucks balls. Yeah. At he, acting. He, and he wasn't good in it. Because he's not That a story's actor. stupid, anyway. Yeah. It's a dumb story. I, uh, I'm not, not for punching down on kids, because uh, they're usually taller than me, but... <laughs> Yeah, the the kid, the poor kid, could should never have been in acting, and I think he did it obviously because of his daddy. But yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, the pursuit of happiness. People He's were like, "Oh, he was good in that," and I was like, "No, he wasn't. He was a four year old kid yeah. whining, wanting to go home, and they just happened to get it on film." Right. And I was like, "There was no dimension to him. There was no." Uh. Anyways, but wow, just keep bragging on four year olds, Jay. God, just Jeez. one, Jayden just him, Smith. huh? He's but, doing all right. Well, of course. I know. <laughs> no crocodile tears for Jane Smith, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the remake never saw. Never had the desire to see it. I was bitter when that came out. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then in the back of my mind is like, Jesus, are they going to do this to Back to the Future? And It's going to happen, I would rip. No, it won't. I will rip my face in half. It's going to happen. Yeah. Not until Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis die and their kids. Oh, the clock's ticking. The clock is ticking. But, so anyways. Yeah. On to better properties. Yes. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Uh, Which Will Smith is an executive producer because I'm pretty sure he still had the rights in some form or another. And so he gets a no-show producer credit. Yep. Him and uh, his production partner, John Lasseter. They they own, they started Overbrook Entertainment and they bought the rights to the Karate Kid. Yep. Well, I'm glad they uh, sold it. Good job, Will Smith. Yes. You get an F for casting your son and all that bullshit, but yep. you get an A for giving the TV show yes. rights to uh, <clears throat> to these guys. But I don't know if they own the movie rights. They probably do. I I don't know. Maybe I there is there was a couple of epi- or a couple of interviews I saw because I binged this on Saturday, season five when it came out, and was it this past Saturday? It was a week ago Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and then I started watching interviews and everything else um, with the actors and everything. And, of course, they're playing coy or whatever, but when they ask about a movie, they say, well, I feel like that's kind of leading up to that, right? I mean, maybe. Of course, actors who know, like, they throw out shit all the time trying to get interest or public interest. Right, to right, say, right. Oh, yeah, 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 do, do a movie. Do oh, a like movie. a Cobra Kai movie? Is yeah. In the, okay. So... Um, don't do that. Don't do that. Just make another season. Well, I think they will. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've you've watched all the se- all the seasons by now. But um, but yeah, going into the fifth season, and we'll kind of talk about the show as a whole. Going to the fifth, I thought it was going to be the last season. I did too. I th- thought I had read something that they were going the fifth season was going to be the last one. That's what I read too. And then. In the last two episodes of the season, more storylines started popping up, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Oh, they're gonna have." I was like, "Then," because I was in episode nine, 
and they started creating more storylines. I was like, Jesus, they're going to have a lot to cover. I wonder if the last episode's like two hours or something. Like right, that. right. But it was a little longer. It was like 50 minutes. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so now, I mean, especially then the season ended, and I was like, they're, they're going to do another one. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the popularity of this, I think it was number one on Netflix yeah. for a while. It, it was number one last time I was on Netflix or something. Yep. But, um, Very popular. Yeah. So it's got to be right behind Stranger Things, right? In terms of popularity on Netflix, I think so. The you mean as far as overall, like just like audience, yeah, audi- viewership and of streaming. all Netflix properties, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, maybe. I I, mean, I can't. I can't think, to of, think of another Netflix show that. Yeah. I read an article that normally, uh, you know, the lifespan of Netflix shows, m- most of them are only two seasons. Mm. Something about, uh, uh, and pr- in particular, like Cobra Kai, and they, they also revived Lucifer and, uh, crap, what was the other show they were talking about? Anyway, uh, if they fail on one network, Netflix will buy the property and then give it a couple, another season to run or whatever. And then the reason they do that is because they can't, they want to end it because they don't want to, they, they don't have the rights to like merchandising. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then once it gains popularity, then they have to pay writers more. They have to pay the actors more, the producers more. And instead of and not receiving anything on the back end for like merchandise or any of that, any yep. extra profit. So they just yeah, cut, they cut their losses. They don't do physical media, so they can't. Right. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Unless it's something crazy popular like Stranger Things mm-hmm. or, I mean, this. Yeah. Hopefully if I will unsubscribe from Netflix as principal well, if they cancel this. Well, hopefully they don't because they produce seasons four and five, so they're at the, the the two season limit here. So we'll see what happens. Were the first three seasons on YouTube? Yes, they bought the rights to during season three. That's but right. But YouTube, they already produced it. Really? Yes. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Well. So I don't know. I don't know what Netflix is receiving on the back end for like Cobra Kai merchandise or. Or uh, anything else other than I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the business model is for for this right now. Yeah. So, I mean, the actors are going to obviously ask for more money, right? It's immensely popular. You would think, but I don't know. I feel like everyone in the show is just enjoying themselves. I think so. And I th- I think they were lured. I mean, obviously, yeah. I think they they probably want more money. I mean, every, right. everyone does at some point. Yeah. Um, but I think they are more agreeable to maybe less money. I mean, because none of them really have anything else going on. Yep. Um, so it's not like they can jump ship like, oh, Ralph Macchio is now a movie star again. Y- you're and right. you're right. yeah. he's got better offers. He doesn't, but he also did this show because he liked where the story was at. Sure. And... Um, same thing with William Zabka and a lot of, and I'm sure once it gained popularity, then everyone else was wanting to be involved back in the yeah. show again. But. A couple of the other actors have, like that Tanner Buchanan, the guy who plays Robbie, he's had a couple of movies on Netflix. <laughs> Flavorite version of uh, Devin Sawa or <laughs> yeah. Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. That's like exa- every single yeah. 90s kid with yeah. the hair. <laughs> yep, you're right. Just uh, impossibly good looking. Yeah. <laughs> so... All right, so Cobra Kai. Yep. Everyone knows this, but uh, it follows Johnny Lawrence. Um, 
Decades after the 1984 All-Valley Karate Tournament bout, a middle-aged Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence find themselves martial arts rivals again. And that's how it starts. Um, and the show started, I think, in a very interesting way. Uh, and the, YouTube kind of marketed it as such because they released the first two episodes for free, and then you had to get YouTube Red uh, if you wanted to continue watching. Yep. Um, the... And the first episode was from Johnny Lawrence's perspective. Second episode, same story, or same period of time, but it was from Ralph Macchio's perspective, um, which I thought was an interesting, mm-hmm. an interesting take. Um, <clears throat> but I also at the start of the show, it it rounded out the character so well, uh, especially in the first season, um, because and I think they played off of, and this is why I think this is helped grow the story and was one of the keys to the success of Cobra Kai was one, they had the original characters, then they had new characters that you wanted to follow. Yep. If any other company wanted to make this, what would have happened was the kids would be always correct, always in the correct um, way of thinking and they're always better and they would be just exceptional at karate and there would be no struggle and Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso would be made to look like assholes. Right. Um, or less than capable, old and slow. Out of touch. Dumb. Yeah. And they would just shit on those characters. Yeah. What this does and what also Top Gun Maverick did very well is they didn't shit on those existing characters. The creators of the show knew who their target audience was when creating the show and the target audience was not teenagers it was not 20 year olds they were 30 40 50 whoever enjoyed those movies when they came out that was their target audience and when what they did was they didn't create new characters at the expense of the old ones they created new characters complementing the old the ones, old giving ones, yeah. them something to do yep and being able to interact yeah, um, and then it morphed into a show that was accessible to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all the way down to you know teenagers. There's there's a lot of scenes, and especially in the old the, the the later seasons where it's it's definitely like a teenage melodrama. Yeah, here and there, but I mean it's not. It knows what it is, mm-hmm. right? And the actors know that. I mean they're not great actors, but they they play their part very well. They know what they're in. Yeah, and it, it works. Mm-hmm. You it, know, it's not Shakespeare. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. And this, yeah, the show's not perfect. It's soapy. Yeah. At, yeah. at some points, um, it does tug at the heartstrings at times. Mm-hmm. It gets ridiculous. Oh yeah, of course. To, to where it just logic kind of has to be thrown out, and because I mean, you have people that are in like uh, I think Ralph Macchio just turned sixty. Yeah, and and he looks like he's forty. Um, yeah, and then what's that guy? What's the guy put on his skin? Like some sort of. Like tear baby cream. I think he milks the blood out of uh, baby seals and then just moisturizes. The man is just smooth as a baby's ass. Which I I wonder. He probably. I'm sure he has gray hair. Like I'm sure his whole head. You think? Do you think he dyes it? Oh, (laughs) he has to. I mean, I I mean, because I feel like if he dyed his or if he just has like natural gray hair. Yeah. I feel like he'd probably look maybe 45. Yeah, 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 (laughs) probably. But no, I mean, he looks phenomenal for his age yeah but enough me crushing but um yeah stop it oh. you weirdo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think i think uh zapka looks 
Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at the uh, the stills of him uh, in Karate Kid One, and they look like different people. Yeah, but Macho doesn't. Macho looks pretty much the same for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, he's older, but he look. I can okay, that's yeah, the same guy. Uh, Zapka, I don't. I'm not really. I mean, I could maybe I could tell maybe like a cousin or something, but yeah, and I think it's his hair. You think so? Yeah, yeah it's not like he had beach the, blonde. Yeah, and he wavy. had that like yeah. weird comb curl thing that yeah. in the front, and uh, yeah, I mean he was really. I mean he. I mean same. I mean he was. He's like 17, yeah. 18 when he made that movie. Because I yeah. think Ralph Macchio is older than him by like three or four years. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, no, I mean, he lo- he looks good too. Yeah. Um, can we can we talk about how good William Zepka is in this show? Absolutely. My God. Yeah, like you were talking on the emotional beats, and, and Zapka has a bunch of them. And mm-hmm. it's kind of shocking the kind of depth he has as an actor at times where he, it comes out of left field like, Jesus, yeah, where'd that come from? I haven't seen him in anything other than the Karate Kid. He and was in, in this. Uh, oh, what was it? Back to School. Yep. And that's the only other thing I. But can this, re- that's like eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was nineties, two thousands, like stuff. Um, it's like he took a thirty-year break from acting. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get typecasted as the blonde. Yeah, dick. bully. Yeah. The blonde dick. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, I think he he does a great job at the role. He he. Um, he nails being the lovable idiot yeah at times and uh, i like how they did his character to where because when the show came out i mean still is now everything's pc yep and he's not at all um he's he's crass he just speaks his mind just because the life that he's had he, d- he doesn't care yeah yeah um and he is so out of touch that that I think, and they play off of that well to where it doesn't come off as cruel. It's just he's a man of his time, right? Like that's it's that's where he came from, and that he never got out of high school. So right. uh, it's like they literally transported him from 1984 and plucked him mm-hmm. into into this situation. Yep. Yeah. So that's you're right. He's not cruel at all. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. Again, because that I mean, which is a nice line to walk because he could easily come off as an asshole sure um and uh but he doesn't he's just oblivious because he he doesn't have he doesn't really have prejudice it's just like he the only thing he cares about from other people is what they're willing to put into effort Mm -hmm. as far as getting something done yeah and um but yeah i i think his character is they've, they've done a great job with him um because he was so one note in the movies. He had that little bit at the end of the first movie to where he handed Daniel the trophy and he's like, Oh, there you go. Yep. Um, uh, Which, yeah. What do you, what do you think of that? Do you think there's, there's a debate, the big going on and whether or not uh, uh, Zapka was an actual asshole and Dan- Daniel kind of instigated the whole thing. So <laughs> uh, I think I talked about this before. Um, I went and saw the Karate Kid when they re-released it, and I brought a guy from work. He had never seen it, mm-hmm. and his whole take was Daniel's a dickhead, oh. like he kind of deserved it or whatever. Right. And looking at it from a, the lens now, yes, because I think society has changed to a point to where retaliation is now frowned upon. To right. where in the eighties, Daniel had uh, got 
roughed up on the beach and he didn't leave well enough alone and mm-hmm. he wanted to get he he wanted a little bit of revenge which everyone can relate to sure um and i think some people still do today yeah. but um as far as storytelling and what heroes do like being that petty yeah. i don't think is very common anymore but i think that's another good thing is because these show creators didn't ignore that either yeah they mention it in the earlier seasons uh they bring up other fan theories such as oh daniel shouldn't have won because he kicked uh, Johnny Lawrence in the face. They bring that up repeatedly. Yeah. And they did a good job of not not ignoring what the fans of those stories were talking about. They incorporated it into the story. So they listened to the fans. Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Man. Novel idea. It's really that easy, folks. <laughs> it really is. No, and you feel for him, too, in this show, because, you know, Daniel's got his life together. He's got mm-hmm. a successful business. He's got a beautiful family. Zapka's got shit. He's a deadbeat dad at this point. He yep. doesn't have any any future prospects. He's just fucked over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you root, you're rooting for the guy a little bit. Yeah, and then and you're rooting and you're not necessarily rooting against Daniel, but you're you're still seeing that side of Daniel, the pettiness from Daniel, yeah. even in adulthood, to where he's talking with his cousin and his cousin's friend at the dealership, and he's like, oh, "I didn't kick his butt. I kicked his face." Yeah, and yeah. because now he's at the point in his life to where he's so dominating over Johnny Lawrence to where he's still kind of like prodding him a little bit because he was hurt so much as a kid, mm-hmm. but now the roles have reversed and he kind of enjoys that a little bit at the beginning of the seasons. Yeah. Um, which I love that they put in there because not, they don't make these characters black and white. I mean, they're, they're portrayed as humans and no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Lawrence isn't always in the right. Neither is Ralph Macchio and or, uh, uh, Daniel LaRusso. Um, but they they portray them having flaws, not having all the answers, which I think speaks a lot to the more adult audience because you, you get those scenes with Daniel LaRusso talking to Miyagi's grave to where I thought when I was going to be your age, I'd have all the answers. And when he's struggling with his kids and everything else, they're still making the stories relatable while not diminishing the characters. They're just giving them new challenges for them to overcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, Johnny, I think uh, he's his his character. I think he's one of the best parts of the show, especially when they, when they have Johnny be Johnny and uh, yeah, He's got some nuggets of wisdom in there oh, yeah. that I just love. Yeah. I wish more people would say. Uh, I told you this. I think I think Johnny Lawrence in this show is one of my like top ten favorite TV characters of all time. Of all time? All time. I love it. He makes me laugh every time. He is. He is very. It's a very funny character. It very is. Engaging. It's just funny. Yeah. I was telling uh, people this weekend who have never seen it. I'm like, you will like it. It is funny. Mm-hmm. Above all else, it's it, I can I can say that it's funny, and you will laugh at it. I swear to God, you will. And they don't. They're like, it's a kid show. I'm like, yeah, it's got melodrama in there. It's got some teenage stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but it's fine because it balances it out with uh, the adult stuff. Yeah. And I mean, Zapka's just great in it, and it's mm-hmm. worth it. If well, he has one scene with one quip, it makes this. It makes the episode worth it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's hilarious. What, uh, do you have examples of this? I do. Oh. Let's listen to some. All right. Just quit bitching at me. What did you just call me? 
No, 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 no. I didn't call her a bitch. I said she was bitching at me. You're firing me because of that bitch? You've trained hard. You've gotten stronger, tougher, faster. You've done your best. You're ready for this tournament, am I right? Yes, Sensei! Wrong! Have you seriously never owned a computer before? Yeah, I'm not a nerd. I kicked the shit out of a bunch of assholes who deserved it. Wait, what's wrong with it? What do you mean? What do you think, I sell lemons? I don't trust you. Come on now, take it easy. This car isn't technically yours yet. Relax, Danielle. You want me to flash my bits? That'll cost you extra. No, that's the opposite of what I want. Nobody wants to see your bits. Just take the sign. See, what is the problem, Mr. Diaz? No problem, Sensei. You, you punch me. I have asthma, so... Not anymore. We do not allow weakness in this dojo. So you can leave your asthma and your peanut allergies and all that other made-up bullshit outside. Is that understood? Yeah! Come on, Titch, you can do better than that. You got weight, use it. Ready? Yeah! Hey, Lip. Yeah, you, the one with the freaky lip. Who do you think I'm talking to? All right, you hear that, Lip? If you can't handle someone making fun of you, how are you gonna handle an elbow to the teeth? Are you one of those challenge kids? Well, the doctor said I could be on the spectrum. I don't know what that is, but get off it pronto, all right? <laughs> That's just the taste. It's so good. Yeah. When he's oblivious to, like, current culture, stuff mm. like that, and he just, you know, it's a, he's oblivious to it. It's comedy gold. Yeah. The... Uh, Looking back on the show as a whole... Yeah. And... Because kind of... It's, <clears throat> I've only watched it... <clears throat> he's frog. Um... I've only watched it all the way through once. I can't remember if I've gone back and watched the earlier seasons before like season three came out or something like that to remember. But um, as far as the earlier seasons, what have been your favorite parts? I was thinking about that. My, so I think my favorite season still is the first one just because I, I like, uh, it focuses on Johnny for the most part. Through, through throughout the majority of the season, and you have scenes like that where he's starting to get Cobra Kai back up, and he's got those uh, f those quippy one-liners, and uh, he still has that. He's still uh, feuding with Daniel, which in the later seasons he's not necessarily feuding with them anymore. They're kind of on the same team. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I I think I think I liked that aspect of the show the most is him figuring out what he's good at and what he's comfortable with. And I think season one does it, does it the best that I remember. It's been a while since I've seen the first one, but I do mm -hmm. remember just, I, I just laughing so hard. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed season one as well. I, I feel like though, um, they didn't know if it was going to be successful or not. Mm -hmm. And so I think they wanted to create something that would stand on its own. Um, if they didn't get a chance to do season two. Um, one of my favorite things about the show for me is when they do callbacks to the other movies. Yep. Because they handle it, I feel like, with so much class, and it makes sense story-wise. It doesn't feel out of the like out of the ordinary, like, oh, here's so-and-so randomly. They yep. actually put effort to actually have these characters weave into the story. Um, like when they brought back Allie. Yeah, uh, that was done really well. Yeah, felt really right. And I was wondering how they were going to do that um, with Daniel and his wife being there. And they handled it like yes, adults. like adults. And to where 
his wife kind of understood like, oh, yeah, he probably still has some in some form or another some kind of like childhood feelings for her right. or like a slight twinge or whatever. But obviously it's like nothing that's going to dissolve their marriage. Yeah. Right. And it's not. Yeah. It's not going to threaten their life or do anything yeah. like that. And um, in the way that Allie and Johnny Lawrence interacted, I thought was great. It wasn't going to be some corny. Oh, they're going to end up together kind of a thing. It yeah, was just no. it was still you. That character was brought in to facilitate growth among the characters. Yeah. Um, I yeah. really enjoyed it when uh, Daniel went to back to Okinawa, and he, because he was there was something wrong with his dealership. His dealership was having some kind of financial troubles, and he was kind of between a rock and a hard place. And he uh, he'd gone to Okinawa for something, but met up with Kumiko, and. Then she put him in touch with Chosen, and then you yep. have that, oh, shit, like, yep. is it going to... And then you realize Chosen grew up, too. Yeah. And to where he now has respect for Daniel because <clears throat> he didn't... <clears throat> he it helped Chosen not throw his life away. Yeah. And um, I, I like how it's not just more the same to where, oh... Oh, now, he, now he's got Chosen as a villain and stuff like that to where a lot of people that interacted with Daniel have grown just as mo- most people do yeah like adults um, yeah like adults like adults do even even mm-hmm. uh johnny's friends that he meets up with throughout the seasons mm-hmm. right from the old gang from the first movie yeah. they're all grown up yeah and they they've moved on with their lives yep yeah <laughs> one's a uh yeah like a, a reverend or yeah, a pastor yeah, yeah. or something and yep um and in season five the one guy <laughs> owns a furniture store yeah yeah <laughs> that Mike was pretty cool yeah and um yeah yeah, I like how they handle that. And what my favorite instance is like when, when he felt like he lost all hope, that he was having lunch with Kumiko, and she brought in another woman, and uh, Daniel didn't recognize her, and she pretty much stated that she was going to bail him out, uh, as far as like give him the partnership with whatever other company he was look- yeah, right, looking right. for, and it turned out that was a girl that he saved in the uh, tsunami. Right or a typhoon or whatever it yep, was. Yep. And um, like how they brought that in there to where it just, it, it's done so well. And that was such a minor character that I didn't expect coming in. Really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, whenever bringing in Mike Barnes, they bring in um, not the love interest, but I'm spacing on the name from part three, uh, the friend. That's oh, from season five. The, yeah. In season five, that's the cousin of his wife. Yeah. And that, then you get backstory. Oh, that's how they met. That's how they met. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it, it feels a lot more organic instead of just shoehorned in to where, oh, well, let's bring in these characters. So, yeah. Um, but it feels, yeah, it, it works with the story as opposed to just feeling like normal fan service. Right. Like, hey, remember me? <laughs> right, right. Um, well, and the villains are great in it. Like, Crease is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Terry Silver. Yeah. Come on. I, I didn't even watch the third one. And when he was introduced in season four, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what it is about that guy, that actor. He just plays it so well. He's like he's like tailor-made for uh, a, a kind of corny, cheesy TV show that doesn't take itself way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And him being the villain of it, he's just perfect. Yeah. He, he does a great job. He's younger than Ralph Macchio, by the way. Is he? Yeah. A little side trivia for you. But, what's his name? I gotta look it up because 
He's great. And Thomas Ian Griffith. Yes. Sir, bravo. <laughs> You're great. Did you like, so in terms of season, what was your favorite one, do you think? Honestly, I... Maybe not your favorite, just the one that sticks out the most. It sticks out, I would say, one, three, and five. One, F- three, and five? Five, just because we just finished just watching it. it. Um, I think next season has some, like, huge potential. Um, I like I like Chosen a lot. Yeah. I, li- I liked, I loved him in season five. Um, he was just <laughs> his ninja assassin. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I would say, yeah, one, three, and five. Yeah, would probably stand out the most to me. Do you think it got too intense at the end there of season five with the swords and cutting people up? See, and I, I'm glad it doesn't take itself too seriously because yeah. if it did, I feel like Chosen would have died. And I, I was watching it. I was like, no, he didn't die. That that'd be way too much of a downer. Yeah, yeah. For that character, especially since he left the phone message on Kumiko's phone. Yeah, yeah. Saying that, oh, I should have taken you with me, which is another thing the show does. They reuse lines from the movies. Um, I should have taken you with me was something that Miyagi said to his love interest in part two um, when he was talking to her about when he left America. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a lot of these small lines that they've used. Um, Again, but they use them in different ways or in a similar situation, but the, it feels, it doesn't feel like it's copying because, right. I mean, diehard fans will probably like pick it out and be like, oh, some, yep, yep. That's what Mr. Miyagi said to some, somebody else. And, but someone like me who's only seen it a couple, couple yeah, times. Yeah, it doesn't come off as yeah. like, that, that was weird. Yeah. Why would, why would they say that? But, yeah. Um, but I, I like season five a lot. That, that's a close second. Yeah. It, I I enjoy the ridiculousness. I mean, because what was the what was the season they the kids broke into the house and they were having this all out brawl, and was that at the end of season three? I think it was the end of season three. Yeah, and um, yeah, they're breaking and entering into and yeah, having a yeah a it fight. There's <laughs> like twenty people against twenty yeah. people and yeah. uh, destroying uh, Larusso's house and everyone would be arrested. Everyone would have been arrested oh, yeah. a long time ago for sure. Um, I think Daniel would have been sued a long time ago um, <laughs> for child endangerment. Yeah. yeah, and so CPS would have came and picked up his kids a long time ago. Yeah, it is ridiculously over the top, but it's fun because it, you kind of have to keep escalating it yeah. a little bit. Um, I so that doesn't bother me as much, right. right? Because I mean, you have instances where uh, this girl. Uh, they introduced her character. I'm spacing on her name, but she was in uh, she was in one of the dojos that got bought bought out this year. And yeah, yeah. then Tori was kind of training her, and they bring in this badass sensei with her team from Okinawa. And then at the end of the se- season, she's able to hold her own against this master sensei. Yeah, I know. And I was like, no. And then you have, uh, um, like all these like these super devoted since they've dedicated their entire life to karate and you have johnny lawrence taking on six of them at one time <laughs> yeah. which i love that and because yeah. i almost uh, spoiled it for you because i didn't read the text fully um when i asked you if you'd finished it yet and you said johnny lawrence is probably one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. and i almost texted you back 
Oh, I knew you would. I knew you would like that fight scene at the end. And then I, I reread it again. You mentioned that you had two left. And yeah, yeah. You were on episode seven or something, and I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't send that. Yeah, but, I would have killed you. Yeah. The, uh, but I, I like that over the topness. Yeah. Uh, to where in this universe, once you know about five minutes of karate, that's all you need. That's you, all you, you need. You got the gist, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. can just kind of. You, you're Hill Valley champion. Yeah. After training for three months. Yeah. 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 Like like Miguel. Mm-hmm. Miguel was training for three months, and he's Hill Valley champion. But. But I, I don't I don't mind it. I it I th- it, it works. Very it does in that universe. I do. I I love the first couple of seasons too. Ending on a tournament like the movie. Mm-hmm. I just like that. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's kind of nostalgic. Season six will more than likely end in that worldwide. I thought it was going to end on the worldwide tour thing when yep. they were selected. I, I was like, oh okay, too. they're going to go on the, the they're going to compete and that's how the season's going to end or whatever. And Cobra Kai because I thought it was going to be the last season so mm-hmm. I thought okay yeah, so Daniel you know Miyagi Do is going to win and Cobra Kai is you know gone forever and you know Miyagi Do takes over the world or yeah. whatever the case may be the by the way how ridiculous is that plot <laughs> like Terry Silver my master plan is to have Cobra Kai world domination karate you know karate does everywhere yeah this Dojo's guy's a multi-millionaire like right. decamillionaire billionaire or something and he's yeah he's very focused which i like what they did with his character because yeah. he was over all that bullshit because john crease was out of his life and yep. he had that element and then it just shows how his mind slowly went back yeah back to the old swing of and things reverted and uh he let that part of himself take over again yeah like you said, over the top stuff, and yeah. Crease taking over as like uh, the big daddy in jail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and I'm watching this. I'm like an 80 year old man. I don't. Yeah. Nah. I don't, uh, Definitely not. Call which him sensei. I think it was. It made sense to have his younger self. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fighting because it would have looked kind of. Ridiculous. I mean, he's he's in his 80s. I, I think, know. And yeah. he's. Uh, it'd be difficult to show. It'd be another Robert De Niro. Irishman oh, Irishman. Down. Um. So. One of the worst scenes. In cinematic history is the Irishman. You know, like the T-Rex arms? As he was. Oh, my God. Awful. Yeah. If you uh, <clears throat> if you guys don't know what we're talking about. YouTube you it. Watch, yeah, just YouTube Robert De Niro, Irishman. Curb stomp. Yeah. <laughs> Curb tap. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. The So, season five, they need to come up with the name for between Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do. Yeah for the tournament because they'll only allow one cobra kai looks like it's going to be run by the granddaughter of the sensei kundo mm-hmm. i'm spacing out his name the sensei that taught crease and silver so it looks like she's probably going to head up cobra kai um i don't know what they're going to do with crease i don't either busted out of jail yeah i was talking about it with my brother it's like it's not like he can he can do anything. He's right. got to be in hiding. He's a fugitive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even though, yeah, Terry Silver did all the crimes he was incarcerated for, uh, you still can't escape jail. It's like, oh, well, he didn't do anything yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly, so, but yeah. they might just do that in the show to where, oh, yeah, there you go. We'll let you go. Yeah. Um. But. I don't know. How do you, do you have any predictions for season six? Because I think season six is supposed to be the final The final season. one? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. Not right now. I, it's got to end on that tournament, mm-hmm. I would think. Just kind of like the movie, kind of like you know, parallel it up and yep. you know, bookend it pretty well. But no, I have no idea. I don't think anyone's gonna die. I don't. No, this I, is, it's not that kind of show. I don't the, think it's gonna do that. I was. This thought occurred to me. I think a 
day or two after I finished binging it, and my prediction is at the tournament there's going to be some instance or a category or some, something's going to happen to where Johnny Lawrence can compete. Okay. And he wins. And he wins. I like that idea. And I think that that's my my theory or my kicking a seventeen year old in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think they'll have like an adult division or something uh, okay. to All where right. like a sensei <clears throat> sensei tournament or something like that. Like it's that. tied. It's a tiebreaker. Oh, then you gotta off. get the senseis to it's a sensei fight. off. And so you've gotta kick the woman in the face. Um, that's not gonna happen. Maybe it's the puncher in the ovaries. Right. The ovary punch. Yeah. Like the, like the silver punch? Yeah. It's just with the pinky instead. Yeah. <laughs> instead of man can't breathe, he can't fight. It's a yeah woman that pisses blood can't fight, so it's just right in the kidney. Yeah, they won't do that. It's going to be her dad, whoever the sensei is. I think he's dead. He's going to come out of hiding. He's going to he's gonna pop out of the grave. It's going to be the 90-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think that – I feel like that's how – they may end it to where I like that he become like he becomes some grand champion or something like okay. that because the beginning of the season he was still getting beaten up for losing that tournament that one time right so. and I and I think it I think it gets to the point to or it might end where Johnny Lawrence is in charge of like Miyagi thing or whatever they're gonna mm-hmm. call it and you know Danny goes back to selling cars because he had a good life yeah. and then this is Johnny's thing it's his purpose mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd be fine too. with that too. Yep. The uh, what don't you like about this show? Ooh, what don't I like? I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's uh, it's just the over the topness of just the uh, the um, the conflicts in it. <laughs> like the the whole the 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 seasons from season four to season five. Like we got to get Cobra Kai back, and it's like why. <laughs> Uh, you know, karate's not a thing anymore nowadays. It's like MMA, yeah. maybe boxing, but karate just isn't a thing anymore. And the idea that you could have world domination or control over a local community or a city with based dojos. off with with a dojo, a brainwashing karate, the, the right, community's the children's. I just don't think kids would be that interested in karate to warrant like the demand for something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a little ridiculous, but I don't hate it. It's just part of the show. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to get over that ridiculousness. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a super serious person and you want super seriousness in, like, your entertainment, like, you're not going to like this because yeah. it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I think the only thing for me that bothers me about the show is that a lot of the conflicts between the teens in the show mm-hmm. could be easily solved. Oh, for sure. With just a simple conversation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which a lot of this shit, I mean, in this show yeah. could be. But I mean, yeah. the, with uh, Tori and um, oh, what's her nut? Amanda. Mouser, uh, Amanda. <clears throat> um, those two. Oh, like, I'm sorry, Samantha. Amanda Samantha. is Amanda's the wife. The yeah, between Sam and Tori, their whole feud to where as soon as they see each other, what are you like? They immediately don't go look into, at me, bitch. Yeah, go into fight <laughs> mode, and I'm like, wait, she, was, people. I mean. It is over the top, and they, they just have to draw yeah. out the conflict. That's the only thing that slightly irritates me about the show, or is like, oh, my God, these two again. Um, same thing with, uh, oh, uh, Ryder Strong from 1990 and uh, Miguel. Robbie? 
Robbie and Miguel. Yeah, Robbie and Miguel. Their whole feud to where um, they're like always at each other's throats and like I, I feel like if I was one of those characters, I'd be like, I, I just don't have the energy to be <laughs> mad at you today. What's up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they hash it out at the end there, and they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. So. Um. I. <clears throat> yeah. Other than that, though, I don't really think I have too many negatives about the show. You just have to take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and if you do, it's pretty damn near perfectly executed. Yeah, I would it, think. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. Um, very well done. I it's yeah. I, I feel like I just keep saying that, but I mean, it, and it, it it looks like it was shot on like an iPhone or something. Especially the first couple seasons, like it, the production yeah, value very, is very low it's like budget, very small budget. Yeah, and they use choreography to their mm-hmm. their benefit. Um, the I do wish there was just. I mean, Johnny has some badass fight scenes or whatever, but I, I wish Daniel could. Get, but, I mean, keep up yeah, yeah but he's he's old, he's, 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 he's old. getting old and it's it's just what it is but this whole thing should not have been this popular or this good and no the, i don't think anybody expected it lighting in a bottle yeah it's amazing um yeah and the fact and i think that it's a testament to if you take care of the characters that people care about and you show them respect and organically move the story people watch will watch anything oh yeah um when you try uh, i don't know it it tailors to a bunch of different uh age groups too yeah like i watch it for johnny lawrence Mm -hmm. you know because i can relate to that especially now that i have kids yeah (coughs) i feel like i'm the old man on the on the the, you know the porch yelling at the kids nowadays Mm -hmm. i don't understand i don't understand them all the time but uh and then when you have the teenage melodrama i I think of like shows i used to watch like dawson's creek or yeah oc yeah something like that we're like okay i like now i'm like okay this is a little whatever Mm -hmm. but like uh being like a 17 or 16 year old i can see it i can see them liking it and enjoying it and i think this they write these kids roles better than some of those shows because like gilmore girls and like Dawson's Creek and stuff. You have everyone. You you've mentioned this to where kids don't talk like that, but kids want to be able to talk like that. I think that was the uh, the line from the creators. Yeah. The they don't do that in this. No. They no. they talk like kids. Yes. And they jump to conclusion like kids. They rationalize like they kids. They rationalize like kids. They're not having these eloquent conversations about what it means to exist and all this other yeah. bullshit. It's just it's very basic and i feel like they they get that right too because i watch what was it christy watched uh not 13 going on 13 reasons why oh yeah, yeah. and every single teenager i was like what fucking high school is this <laughs> I, know, I was like these going. people do not exist yeah, yeah. and it, it was written it was one of those things yeah. oh i'm gonna write children like adult an adult and as an adult, I'm like, no one fucking talk. Half the adults don't fucking talk that way, let alone right. um, 17 year olds. Right. And um, and I think another thing, they just they they just kept it. That aspect of it, they kept very yeah. realistic. That's a good point about like the 13 Reasons Why show. <clears throat> you're right. 
you you may have a situation in a school where like one kid has an issue that was in that show, but in that show all the kids had issues yeah. with something, and they were interacting with each other, which is not real life. Mm-hmm. This, it's it's like every like jealousy, yeah. you know, friend friend friends uh, feeling that they got betrayed because they're hanging out with somebody else, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much it. It's like yeah. jealousy. And the feeling that your friends betrayed you for hanging out with somebody else. Yep. Those are literally the the two basic emotions that you grew up. Everybody relates yeah. to. Everybody and does thinking that. thinking you either have to be on this side of the line or that side exactly. of the line. Exactly. Like it's that simple. You, you you have to be with us or you're against us kind right. of a thing. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And getting along with your parents. There's the third thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. So Pretty simple. Yep. But uh, one thing, I mean... Something else this show does. This show is very diverse. It is very diverse. And you, you know what I hear uh, people saying about this because of the diversity? What, that the, they hate it? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, you, you don't hear them say anything. Oh, they don't hear them say anything. That's you know right. why? Because the story's fucking good. That's right. Yeah. And the show is good. Yeah. And they didn't shit on the franchise. So if, the, yeah. if this was a piece of shit, so say, let's just throw something out there like, Let's say Disney made this, and they hypothetically, came out with this. yeah, <laughs> hypothetically, let's just say Disney made this. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, they would immediately shit on all the characters. So Daniel and Johnny would be pieces of shit, mm-hmm. and the kids would be, uh, as I said before, always correct or always shown in a positive light, not having any real challenges. All of them are just natural born karate masters and this show would suck balls and then disney would come out and say you're racist you don't like it because sam is a main character and she's a girl and and you have miguel and he's hispanic and (laughs) and and you you don't like it because bob no it's because the story sucked yeah and now you have something complete 180 it's not a complete 180 but total on the opposite side of the spectrum to where it's very diverse cast and no one's talking shit about it because the story is Because they like it. And you know yeah. what? No one gives a fuck about the diversity because right. they can get lost in the story like everything else. Yeah, and yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I was like, just... I, How does that work? I, I don't know. I, I hope... <laughs> I hope other studios or other uh, owners of IP just take take note on how this is done very very well yeah to where you can you can blow up the story and when i say blow up you can expand the story add all these new characters and still maintain uh, be faithful to the original you don't have to shit on it to try and get a younger audience yeah and and that's how you expand the fan base of a property or appeal to the original fans while getting new fans and um because I don't, I don't know. I, I've never seen or heard of a video online or anything of anyone talking shit about this show, like as far as not liking it. I mean, I'm sure some people don't you, like it. Right, right. But, but you would come off as phony. Like you would have to. I would. I would love to hear someone that despises the show. Yeah. You would. What you do, would what have do you, to try? Right, you would have to try. Yeah. It's like someone saying, uh, you know. I didn't like Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. What didn't you like about it? Ah, uh, Tom Hanks sucked. Yeah. Like, really? really? Yeah. You sure? Eh. Was it the heartwarming characters? <laughs> what was it? What did you hate about it? 
<laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's I mean, that's a good example. The, um, it, I mean, the only thing they could say is like, oh, it's too over the top. It's not realistic. Well, yeah, it's not supposed to be. Right. What is it? And, but it's all right because it's, you get to be a kid again when yeah. you watch this show. Yeah. And, um, but, I think it's, I think it's great. I I hope yeah. a lot of IP owners owners of other ip properties just take note which i don't think they will but i i am i am forever amazed every time i watch a new season of this to where i was like this this should suck so hard yeah but it doesn't it doesn't you know what else uh had a very diverse cast and no one really mentions it at all what's that top gun maverick oh watch it again with the eye of diversity. Yeah, because yeah, Phoenix. Warlock. Yeah. Everyone else besides Rooster and Hangman, mm-hmm. they're they're not white. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Well, obviously Tom Cruise. <laughs> and then uh, look in the control room when Maverick's doing Mach 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've only I seen mean, it it's, once. So you don't notice it because you're so you're yeah. You're so, lost in the story. You're lost in the story because the shit doesn't matter. It doesn't. And it doesn't. No. It's like as long as you have good characters and just a good story, people are gonna they're gonna love yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Because that's why people watch things. They don't. Yeah. They don't watch things. And I and I want to. I didn't want to have this get like turn into a political thing, but they they don't watch shit to. I mean, I don't know. That'd be a shitty existence to where. Oh, I want. I want to watch this because that's this is, this is dog shit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to watch this because so and so is a particular skin color. Right. They look like me. Yeah. Yep. And I. Ugh. This 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 I, show does a great job with Johnny Lawrence. Like, uh, uh, there, there's a bunch of like one-liners when he he. I think he answers the phone call one time where he's trying to get applicants to Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Gender what?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, just when he uh, uh, when when some when like one of the younger kids confronts him about some like you know the, or a Gen Z uh, topic or whatever subject matter, mm-hmm. he just he plays like like stupid, like I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. in, like such a funny it's way. Like, that, that sounds fucking stupid. Right. Whatever, get over there. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 Stop giving me excuses. Yep. Yeah. Um, like like the clipper is like I have autism. I'm on the spectrum or whatever. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But <laughs> you better get off it right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this show's great. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend it if you haven't watched it. It's one of the best shows out right now for sure. It's just fun. Yeah. It. I mean, especially we 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 probably ruined all the seasons for you but no, it sure, doesn't matter yeah, that they've already seen it it so. doesn't it, and it doesn't matter um the but yeah this is this is good i when i'm looking on imdb right now jay it's number 200 of the okay. top rated tv shows of all time on imdb number 200 it's pretty good it's not bad 8.5 that's fair right pretty good it's pretty fair it's uh it's fantastic i'm i'm gonna be sad when it ends but when it does end, I know immediately I'm going to be binging it all over the again. Movies, and <laughs> yeah. then watch everything. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's get your Cobra Kai T-shirt. Same thing with like Harry Potter. The way yeah. that was like really the first movie 
that I, I was amazed, and I touched a little bit earlier in this recording, changing actors midway through a franchise. If they did Harry Potter in like the late 80s, early 90s, they would yeah. have changed actors a couple of times. Um, hell, they can't even do it with Fantastic Beasts without changing the actor every other time Yeah, uh, for Grindelwald. And, but the fact that's that because that's because Depp, uh, yeah. <laughs> Depp has some issues. <laughs> it's got some issues. Um, <clears throat> but the fact that they, the same actors are in this show. Yeah. They have the same time. It's like 30 years ago or 40 years, actually 40 years ago. Yeah, I know. When these movies first came out, they came back to read it's it's this TV show is an example of why I feel like we're kind of living in the best timeline for entertainment is the fact that we can take these beloved things that we liked when we were kids and have the story continue in a respectable way mm-hmm. and have the same characters play <clears throat> those roles again. Right. Um, Listen to the fans. Incorporate that in your storytelling, right? Yeah. Make create them, a, create an engaging story. Relatable. Create engaging characters. Yeah. And real issues, relatable. Yeah. Make it funny. Yep. Yeah. And don't take yourself too seriously. You're nope. not curing cancer. You, you don't have to. Pre- like I've never felt like the show preached at all. Oh no, another thing. Not. Like it, it doesn't feel like the writers are writing, and it, everything just feels so in tune with that <coughs> world. And it, everything feels like it makes sense, even though you have some most just batshit crazy things happening. You're like, oh, yeah, I get it. All right. You I'm, can tell they're having fun. Yeah. Making it. And and that definitely comes through. Like, you could just tell. Yeah. every My brother brought that up. He said, uh, he's like, you could just tell everyone in that show is just having a fucking ball. Yeah. Just being in that show. Oh, for sure. Well, they better make season six, Jay. I'll be disappointed. Oh, if they don't, I'm canceling Netflix. Are you? Yeah. Well, they're they're coming out with the the ad tier here soon. It's happening, and they're going to do weekly releases now, starting next year. <sighs> so we're not going to get Cobra Kai all at once. Well, I, I think I'd be okay with that. I'm I, not, I'm, it, yeah, it would be. Uh, they have <clears> no choice. It'd be pain. Like I'd be irritated because I I like, I kind of like just blocking out. Yeah. Because I binged this in a hotel room. I had nothing to do. I was done with work, and I was like, ah, what the hell am I going to do? I was like, fucking Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai came out. Because <laughs> I think you texted me yeah. and when I was out of town, and I was like, oh, shit. Boom. Did I it. figured it out. Yep. yep. Went down You're to welcome. the hotel lobby. I got, uh, I think, some... Uh, Jay's like, I got a box of tissues. Some tea. <laughs> got a box of tissues. <laughs> Big old jar of lotion, <laughs> Skittles, Starburst, and a bag of jalapeno <laughs> potato chips. Uh, making all the right choices. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, highly recommend. Yes. I'm looking forward to season six. I'll be sad when it finally ends. I just hope they end the story and it doesn't get canceled before they can end the story. Yeah, I know. If they want to go past season six, I'm okay with that. Um, yep. Well, it's going to come out, what, in March? Oh, really? Probably. <laughs> I mean, just how fast they're going. I think the season four came out this year in January. Yeah, the pretty did. sure. Yeah, nine months. Which I wonder if that was part of a COVID thing. Might have been to where they had to finish up some shots and then yeah. they release it because could have been. But I know there's a couple of shots that they've shot for season six already. Yeah. Um. At least that's according to some of the actors that 
uh, I think Ralph Macchio said, he's like, I know there are scenes that we shot that was not included in this, but has to do with how the story continues. Okay. So, um, but yeah, hopefully season six happens. Maybe they could do a community thing, six seasons in a movie. Okay. I wouldn't mind, uh, I would not mind a co- more co- yeah, That's fine. It's if fine. they If they do another season and then they cap it off with the movie. You're good with that? I'm good with that. They're they're not gonna. Um, I don't think they'd release it in theaters, but no. Um, I mean, right. is that a bad idea to release? Have Netflix release stuff in theaters? No, have Cobra Kai like a movie, theatrically released to cap off everything. It it depends because TV shows and the movies don't usually mm-hmm. work well because it just feels like a long TV episode, right? Uh, like Entourage comes to mind to where I was waiting for that movie uh, because I'm a bro fuck boy. I love that show. You love it? I love it. And You're such a misogynist. I How am. could you like Entourage, Jay? You're because not allowed to anymore. Jeremy Piven's Ari Gold character is how every male should be. Um, Ideally? Uh, no, literally. So, <laughs> But th- when that movie came out, it just felt like a weird, long yeah. episode. And... Um. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. I'm excited. Yeah, but yeah, great show. I, yep. I think we're gonna have to talk about the, probably the Karate Kid trilogy on another podcast. Dive deep dive. That's down what you it. want. That's what you want, huh? <laughs> That's what I like. I wouldn't mind watching it again. I haven't seen part two, and I, you know, obviously I haven't seen part three in a long time. Part two. I feel like steps it up very well as far as the character growth. You learn a little bit more about Miyagi. Plus, I mean, what if you watch part one, you're like, oh, it's a tournament. And then you watch part two, you're like, oh, shit. Like, because he's in a different country. Mm. And, like, right before the final fight, you have Mr. Miyagi telling Daniel, like, Daniel, this is, this is, this is not a tournament. This is for real. Right. And... That I felt like they could have probably done a little bit, like just added more weight to that. Um, maybe it's just because I've seen it so often when I was young, I didn't pick up the gra- the the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen part two probably, I don't know, maybe eight years. Wow. So, but. You, eight years? I know. No Karate Kid part two? Yeah. That's crazy. But No, he knew that's crazy. I feel like that'd be like a maybe seven. You're like, you know what, know. February, you know, that's Karate Kid time. You know, me and Chrissy just snuggle up. We watch all three parts. She falls asleep <laughs> five minutes in. I'm yeah. poking her as I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, the fight, the fight. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I recommend it. Yes. Go out there and watch good. Cobra Kai. It's worth your time. Absolutely, it's worth worth your time. Uh, watch the original movies too. All of them. They're all good, except for the Jaden Smith one, because he sucks balls. Literally? No, at acting. At, at acting, at okay. Acting, yeah. All right. Um, the uh, I don't care what he does on his personal time. <laughs> as long as his personal time doesn't fuck up movies for me. So, Alrighty. Well. Jay. Matt. Join us next time as we discuss House of Dragon, episodes four and five. Correct. And Matt will then tell us how long he's had a crush on his uncle, as to keep with the theme of right, right. House of the Dragon. With House of the Dragon, yeah. So, but uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, don't forget you can comment on our episodes and write to our email. 
uh, our website, a cast with no name.com or our email is uh, contact <laughs> dot God, I'm reading shit. I can't even, I, I'm like, I'm looking at words. Uh, how do I read our email contact dot a cast with no name at gmail.com uh, email website also found in the description of the podcast episode. Did you like Cobra Kai? Are you a fan of it? Are you one of the few people that are not a fan of it? Please tell me why you do not like this show. Don't be a loser, though. And yeah, don't, don't just shit on it. But no, if you if you actually do not like the show, I am genuinely interested as to why. Um, right. And that's if you were a fan. You, if you're a fan of the original movies and you don't like this show, please tell us why. Yeah. Um, because I, w- I would love to hear the reasoning just because I can't from my perspective, I can't think of a, a reason. But I, I would be genuinely interested in that kind of logic that you would present as far as why you don't like it i hated toy story yeah i could see that it's like the you know what i mean come on makes no sense yeah don't be contrarian but yeah just, yeah but no if you if you if you have legitimate reasons please by all means send them our way and uh maybe we'll uh discuss it a little bit um and we won't call you stupid or anything like that matt will but i won't um <laughs> so but yeah uh hope you enjoyed the show joining us next time Till next time, Jay. Till next time.